Welcome to What the Fox. Um, this week we're doing another short podcast and we're going to meet another member of the team. So I'm here today with Ali. Hello. Um, we thought it'd be quite fun to kind of uh, introduce Ali, he's going to tell us a bit about uh, some of the stuff he works on, and then we're going to tell you a few uh, excellent tips for how to grow your Instagram audience as well, something that Ali is uh, super enthusiastic about. So, Ali, um, how long have you been here for now? Um, just over a year now. Yep. Cool. Very Last good. February. Okay. What sort of things are you uh, generally working on? Um, so, I mainly do um, the content for various accounts, and we come up with quite a lot of different ideas on certain social media channels. Um, and I also do a bit of email marketing for one of our accounts as well, which is quite interesting. Um, so it's a very creative role and um, you can actually get a lot of legs with a lot of the campaigns that we're doing. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's quite interesting and exciting anyway. So Very good, very good. Um, so tell us something, um, tell them that may be watching something interesting about yourself that they might not know. Um, well, it's actually it's quite a unique thing, I guess, um, that I'm actually trained in uh, wine. So I've got a WESIT, which is Wine and Spirits Education Trust, and I've got a level one of that. So I can kind of tell the difference between certain wines, um, and the cheaper ones tend to be nicer as well. See, I, so. see I'm pretty bad with wine. I mean, I tend to... I tend to drink bitter, but because uh, <laughs> I'm a lad, because I'm a bloke, and that's undeniable. But um, and yeah, I'm pretty bad when it comes to like, understanding what the difference between different types of wines are, and I tend to choose mine by which one's got the best reduction in, uh, in Tesco's. But what what do they teach you when you do that course? They, what sort of thing? Like do they you actually do. Like they have the whole kind of typical. Um, you hold the glass a certain way, and you need to swirl it about twenty times before you can actually start tasting it. And then obviously you're not allowed to actually drink it. You need to spit it back out, yeah. which is a lot more difficult yeah. than you actually think. Um, but yeah, it was, it was always really interesting actually. And um, you have to like dissect grapes and all that as well. And it's just, cool. and that's only level one. There's five levels. So um, it was interesting though. It was interesting. Yeah. And do you think you can genuinely tell like the, the fruity undertones and the kind of oaky barrels and all that? In a way, of... yeah. And um, probably, yeah, I would need to kind of, train up a bit again um, but yeah like you can you can actually like pick out some qualities of certain wines um, and yeah it is quite interesting but you can tell that with a lot of things especially because I did like Martin for it a lot of the taste the notes and everything they do kind of duplicate into other ones yeah. because they bracket all under kind of like the same categories of wines right um, okay but it was definitely interesting though and got discounted wines as well which that's helped hilarious. a lot that's so hilarious. you know nice. but yeah <coughs> very good very interesting so um, the next thing we're going to talk about is Instagram you are a, a prolific user of, uh, of both Instagram and uh, and Snapchat of yep. course um, and I know we've, we've chatted loads about different ways of kind of growing your audience and doing things like that and you know it seems to me that the, the rules for a person are very similar to the rules for a Oh, brand yeah. as well so I thought it would be dead interesting just to kind of you know chat a little bit about some of the some of the tips that you have for trying to grow in those audiences and getting more people to like your individually like your post as well as mm. um, you know as well as liking your account as a whole yeah yeah so um, I guess the main thing with like Instagram to begin with 
is you do actually need to find that kind of niche where you want to actually go with your profile. So if you wanted to do anything like um, photography, scenery stuff, whether it's like the environment, cityscape, whatnot, or if you want to go down more the route of like selfies and actually like, like, because you do get quite a lot of like fitness bloggers and stuff like that, and they 100% solely use Instagram for getting up their promotion. Right. Um, so they're using those to, to drive traffic through to their blogs or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it works both ways. And like, I think. Um, to actually get people onto the profile, they they don't just look at the one picture or the one post. They look at because usually Instagram shows the top nine or top twelve, depending on how big the phone is. Um, and from there, you can in, you instantly should be able to tell exactly what your profile is going to be. So people that do follow you can actually get an insight into exactly what they're going to see. Because if it is quite mismatched, then it's a lot more difficult to actually like gain followers of a certain type. And then that's when it tends to be just like if it's a single profile, like if it's your own profile, then it's just your friends that would follow you, rather than actually reaching out to a wider market that could actually be attracted. So if you're a brand and you've got just all manner of random things on that, you know, on those sort of handful of photographs, or like especially like promotions and two for one this yeah. and whatever else, someone's gonna look at that and go, that doesn't look super exciting. Or yeah, that's really. exactly it, and. Instagram's definitely a more visual sort of the social media channels um, so you definitely want to make it as visually appealing as possible whether that is through like kind of the fashion sector where it's like outdoor um, general photography skills you just want to make it look as visually appealing as possible so yeah. you can attract the majority of people and the really good ones I've seen when they kind of they use those images to make sure they all kind of they can make them line up or they you know yeah. sit really nicely together mm. and that's you know again that that shows a lot more work's going into that than rather yeah. than just kind of here's the next post and here's the next post and you know yeah. you do tend to find that especially if like quite a few brands are adopting this when they're like launching something big on their social media then they do tend to have like maybe if it's three and uh, like a line or if it's like all 12 that make up the one picture and they keep it like that for a wee while to like kind of drag in more attention because um, it is quite unique when you have like all these little pictures that do make up this big one yeah um, and again it's just another kind of visual representation of the actual profile and to drive traffic if I'm not mistaken um, Taylor Swift did that um, she Taylor did with her album <laughs> she did yeah. I read about that in some like interesting place I'm not a Taylor Swift fan or anything like that, like, no, like that. not at all super clear <laughs> um, yeah. cool yeah and, and I guess something else you were saying about was that you can use the stories mm. to kind of put on more throwaway content so if you want to yeah. your, your Instagram feed is your good like really nice stuff that you want to leave there forever and if you've just got like something like an offer or something a product or something like that you want to take a quick photo of you can use the stories yeah and, and I think with stories as well I think stories is a very much more like personalised part of Instagram because with the actual posting normal photos and on the actual profile they are very like They've been like filtered. They've been edited in every sense of the way, I guess. And um, whereas on the actual stories, it is a more instant thing, and it is more kind of with like a lot of celebrities. What they do is they that's when they post like their daily life and um, vloggers stuff like that do that type of thing as well. And brands in general do tend to have like kind of if it's like behind the scenes of certain stuff, so it kind of gives the actual users a more deeper insight into their brand person 
whatever. Hmm. Um, so it does add that kind of personalised element into the profile. And what I've noticed as well, I think it was quite recently they did that, was you can actually now save certain stories to your actual timeline. Yeah, so, yeah. so you can have, like, it's called highlights, so you can have, like, um, whatever you think would be, like, quite an interesting one that you wanted to keep, then just have it there. And um, it just builds up the whole characteristics of your profile, I guess, and make would make it more appealing to audiences and stuff yeah. like that so. yeah I guess if you started out and you were like say you're doing an event or something like that and you mm-hmm. you think oh, I'm just going to use stories for this yeah. and then you realise actually I've got some really great stuff on there it's a shame that you then couldn't turn that into part of your profile but yeah. then you, know, you can save that and, and exactly that. and I think that's a really good thing as well like Instagram automatically saves all your stories whereas like Snapchat you can set it to that in Snapchat but default it's not so right. it's quite annoying if like you've done the story and you're like it's gone Whereas Instagram yeah. automatically saves it anyway, which yeah. is a good thing. So, um, yeah, it's definitely, I think it's, I've certainly noticed myself as well that I'm going more onto Instagram now. Even though I still like Snapchat, I'm definitely going more towards Instagram because mm, it reaches more people. Yeah. And you're lo- likely to get a much bigger following on Instagram. Um, so, I would definitely predict that in the next couple of years, Snapchat will probably just keep decreasing, I'd say. Yeah. We need yeah. to take something big for them to keep that market up. But what um, What are your other tips for kind of um, help making those? You know, that's kind of growing your profile. Mm. How do we make sure that our individual posts get a, you know decent number of reactions? I would definitely say the main thing to do is hashtag. Like it's the one thing on all social media platforms is the most important thing, and it's actually tailoring those hashtags to exactly what you think the audience want to see. Um, so whether or not if like that one post that you've done maybe doesn't necessarily reach or like doesn't categorize under what that picture is but if that's part of your audience that you want to communicate with then it's good to keep all the hashtags in and there's techniques that you can do that especially quite a lot of private profiles do is um if they write like their caption and then they have about about like four or five different returns underneath and then put all the hashtags underneath then they disappear from the main image of it so it doesn't look like it's messy and clogged up but it's still there so you can still find the image on the discovery page right. and it just means that like you're maximizing the exposure of that image um, to the audience that you want to um, appeal to but you can kind of as a brand you can kind of control the way that your your thing looks because you oh, don't completely. have to write you know we're here in hashtag London selling hashtag shoes yeah. Bags or yeah. whatever, so you've got this like ugly looking sentence sitting under your nice image. Yeah. Um, so you do tend to think, especially, and a lot of brands are starting to do this as well, um, especially like the smaller ones that don't have as big a following. Um, and it does just kind of keep it all quite neat, tidy, and but still really effective. And another thing, what especially is more kind of like um, influencers and that tend to do is the if like they're wearing clothes then they actually tag the brands actually on the areas of the picture. So oh, if you've got okay. a full picture of like someone walking down the street or something, um and like say the trouser from Zara, then they would literally tag Zara in it. So again it's just like adding the um to the exposure and I guess like um you're communicating with the brands as well. So they'll see um that you've they've been tagged in something and Stall kind of the greater picture of trying to 
um, exposure profile, which I think as well, like Instagram, I think does do really well compared to the different accounts. And that's why you find on Instagram, you can get the highest amount of followers on that. So celebrities on Instagram, for the likes of like the Kardashians are getting like a hundred million followers, whereas on Facebook they're only getting like twenty million on hey, right. wow. only. Only twenty million, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even waste <laughs> my time with that, no, what a loser. And then on Twitter they it's about like fifty million. So it shows that with Instagram the users are there and it's so much more easily accessible yeah. to gain more followers from it. So it's definitely a really effective way that. Um but yeah. And I would say probably another really good way of like just keeping on the kind of like tagging is also actually communicating uh, with certain posts so like if you go on the discovery page and there's different photos there a good way to grow your brand is to actually interact with either if it's like other brands whether it's like other influencers you think that might be on par with what you are and the key thing is just to keep it all very similar to what you want your brand or yourself to appeal to because there's no point in communicating with like say places that has got absolutely no relevance to what you yeah. want your image to be yeah. and yeah, it's just about like that getting that tone of voice and that consistent communication so that you know that we are this brand this is these are our area of expertise if we're a you know a shopping centre we do shopping we do food we do entertainment these are the things that we focus on exactly these are our subjects so we wouldn't start talking about you know property or something like that because it's not relevant it doesn't make any sense yeah. it wouldn't, it wouldn't you know, if you follow us you want us to talk about that stuff those are the things you're expecting yeah expecting to see so you could then go off and be you know you kind of talking to other people about those you know similar brands or things like that and talking about things that they they find interesting exactly and it's just like adding to that interaction between them and it's making it more likely that like they might start liking your stuff and everything like that as well um, and the good thing is like even with Instagram you can see what certain brands have liked so even if it literally is just a throwaway thing you should start liking if you're a brand start liking other people's photos because mm. then that will pop up on like their timeline it'll pop up on people you're following and it'll just kind of add to the bigger picture of um, you having a bigger presence mm -hmm. for the platform so um, it's definitely it's, it's really good way of actually like all these things are like really good ways of actually growing the brand and um, I think Instagram's by far the most easily accessible for doing that and for building a presence mm -hmm. out there especially for like smaller companies trying to make it bigger yeah it definitely feels like you've got a better chance on Instagram than you have if you haven't got a mega budget on Facebook say mm. you're really going to struggle to get anywhere you yeah. might get the followers but you're never going to talk to them because you just haven't got enough money to pay to do that mm. whereas Instagram it feels like with just with hard work you can get there you can you know like people's oh, posts yeah. you can communicate with people and you can do good you know create good imagery create nice video and you'll get you know the numbers will come yeah based on that that's exactly it and yeah it's just a more it's just so simple and user friendly which does make it mm. up there as one of the best that but yeah very good very good well thank you very much for that yes Ali. thank you thank if you you'd, uh, if you'd like to learn more about uh, Ali's thoughts about Instagram stories and Snapchat um as well, although Ali was probably on the other side of the argument uh, during this, there is another podcast uh, somewhat earlier um, from last year where we talk about Instagram stories and Snapchat. I'm sure a lot's changed since then, but definitely worth a 
worth a listen if you uh, if you want to go back and check that out. Um, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Ali. Yes, thank you for thank you. Uh, for today. Um, come back next week. We've got something uh, something interesting and hopefully quite exciting planned for next week's uh, uh, podcast. So um, tune in then. Until then, uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.